This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Franz. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. Recently, for some reason, I've had the incredible Hulk on my mind. I think I'm seeing him in advertisements and he's uh, penetrating my consciousness. And he may seem like a silly uh, focal point for a Dharma talk, but just to state the obvious, when I talk about the Hulk, I'm talking about you. And when I talk about you, I'm talking about myself. I've mentioned in the past that I like to talk with my son about superheroes. And sometimes that's a way of talking about selflessness or talking about bravery or talking about generosity. But the Hulk is different. He's useful in a different way. The Hulk is a way to talk about tantrums. The way that I've explained the Hulk to my son is that he's this man who has these hyper-intense tantrums. And I say this, I was going to say, if you remember having tantrums, you probably don't, in the same way that Bruce Banner doesn't really remember being the Hulk, because it's almost like a blackout experience. Three, four-year-olds, they lose their minds completely. They throw their bodies around. They don't know who is trying to help them or who is trying to hurt them. They think everybody's a bad guy. They're so locked in their feeling that that they look like a physical manifestation of madness. It's really an, an insane thing to spend time with. And so I explained to my son that what's, what's interesting about the Hulk is that when he loses control, when he becomes the Hulk, he can't really be skillful anymore. He becomes a very blunt instrument. He doesn't know for sure who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. Everything is, is a haze to him. And we know the only way to make the Hulk skillful is to clear everybody out of the room except the bad guy. (laughs) Just get out of his way. You can't ask the Hulk to distinguish. You can't ask him to be delicate here and violent here because he is pure aggression. He's a kind of violence. In the old TV show, he used to say, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And so we associate the Hulk with anger, but it's not about anger, not exactly. It's about going past the point of no return. In in the movie uh, that came out a few years ago with, with Edward Norton, as Bruce Banner. That point of no return was very clear because it was a specific uh, heart rate. 
I don't remember, it was 150 or something, when he'd crossed that line, he knew he was about to turn green. And he was going to wake up 40 miles away with no clothes. (laughs) That's kind of convenient to know. We don't know our point of no return. And though I would like to think that we could always, that we have no point of no return, that we can always dial it back, I think we do. And it isn't because we're so crazy. It isn't because, like toddlers, we completely lose our minds and start throwing our bodies around. It's because at some point, we believe something so completely that we stop acknowledging the possibility that we might be wrong. We hold on to an opinion as fact. We go from, I wonder what's going on with this person at work, to this person is trying to hurt me. And we start to believe that that's a fact. And at some point, we can't be convinced that it's not a fact. And at that point, we may as well turn green. Because we can't hear anything. We can't see anything. We're lost in that experience. And where Bruce Banner is actually very lucky, because in a few days he'll come back, just out of exhaustion. He will cling to his delusion so tightly that it will wear him out. And he'll eventually have to let go. We can hold it for years and years. And when we do come out of it, it may not be because we saw through it. It may be because our delusion just changed. (laughs) We found a new one and we went from being green to being blue. Whatever it is. We think, oh, I'm a new person. We may never recognize how lost we were. I bring up the Hulk because at the end of that movie, there's this wonderful image. We're left with the image of him meditating. It's great. But I think, and I looked online to see what people say about it. I think we have a natural uh, response to that. And my research, I think, bears this out, that we think He's trying to control his mind. Oh, good for him. If anyone ever needed to control his mind, it must be Bruce Banner. Right. For him, he has to not get up to that point of no return. He has to find a way to stay calm. So we see this image of him sitting just like this. And we imagine... He's learning how to be calm. And part of what I want to impress upon everyone tonight is that that, if it's true, is a ridiculous plan. (laughs) That will not help. (laughs) 
Bruce Banner doesn't need to learn how to be calm. The Hulk needs to learn how to be calm, and the Hulk can't do it. Because when he needs it, you cannot convince him that anything is off. I think everyone experiences this differently, but I'm going to make the leap to saying that everyone experiences it somehow, which is the experience, the phenomenon of sitting in this position, in this room, and feeling kind of light, maybe a little bit holy. Because sometimes it's easier than others to only bring the parts that you want. I know this in myself. I can sit here as a Zen teacher and I'm breathing very deeply and I'm with my wonderful Sangha and there's incense burning and everything is just calm gentleness. The reason I say light is because that, that aspect of me, that story that I have about, about that character or that persona is very thin. You can blow it away. And if that's all I'm bringing to this, I'm wasting my time. There's no integrity to that. When you sit here, you weigh a thousand pounds. You're bringing all of you, all of it. If there is any aspect of yourself, any thought you've ever had, any fantasy, anything that you think doesn't belong here, you're cheating and you're wasting your time I've instructed monks in the past, they come to me with this beautiful thin cloth to make their robes. I say, no. It should be a little heavier. This should weigh you down. You should feel the weight of your life. Don't get too excited about floating away. Sit and make a groove in the floor because you packed everything. The problem with this image of Bruce Banner sitting there in meditation is the idea that he's trying to keep the Hulk out. Right? He's trying to find a way to construct his reality so that the part of him that he trusts the least and that he likes the least doesn't show up anymore, which only makes it scarier. If there is a part of you that you are trying to keep away from yourself, and again, this room is a great place for people to try to do that. If that's something you're doing, it will come back to you. <laughs> it will sneak up on you and it will appear, I promise, 
at the moment that you least want it to. And so if Bruce Banner is going to meditate, which by the way I do think is a great idea, it cannot be simply to calm his mind. It cannot be to gain control of his mind. It almost has to be the opposite. In order for him to be able to encounter anything and kind of hold it together, then while he's sitting in this position, he must let go of control of his mind so that he can encounter anything. His normal state has to be a state of total inclusiveness. There's a lot of research in the last decade or so, especially, about how exercise works. And what we're coming to realize is that, is that health, and, and specifically fitness, has to do with using your whole body. Right? We used to imagine that it was working specific muscles. You know, you do just one thing, right? You do this one thing a hundred times, and it's going to get really big. It's going to get really strong. And if you want this other one to be strong, then you can do the same thing over here. It's taken us a long time to realize something that's very actually intuitive about that, which is that if you really want to be strong, you have to have your whole body working together. You have to have all the parts work in concert. This is why the sit-up has been kind of thrown out the window for the plank. <laughs> when you hold yourself like that, you're holding everything. You're not just using one muscle over and over. I used to go to the gym and I, I had all sorts of lower back problems. And I went to a doctor and I said, what, are there specific exercises I can do? And he got angry at me before I could even finish the question. He said, no! <laughs> he said, this is a stupid question. Stop trying to do exercises. He said, go hiking. Go hiking and walk on uneven ground. Because that will require you to figure out how your body works. And your body will adjust. And you'll feel better. <laughs> Don't go into a laboratory and try to control how you're holding yourself all the time. In the same way, don't let this be a laboratory for how you're holding your mind. Don't think, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to hold it just like because that seems right. When I sit just like this and I breathe just like this, yeah. And if I can learn to do that, maybe I have to do it at home a little bit, right? I'm going to develop the muscle of feeling like this, right? No one is a stranger to this idea. I'm going to develop the muscle of feeling like this so that I can feel like this all the time. And the manifestation of practice will be that when I go shopping and, and when I do my work at my desk and when I wake up in the morning, 
I'll have this same feeling that I have when I sit right here and I breathe this way and my posture is just so. And that will be great. <laughs> and people will recognize it and they'll see it and they'll say, that guy's got it figured out. He's in, he's, he's bulletproof, right? Nothing could bother him because he has just one setting. But nobody has just one setting. I love the idea of Bruce Banner sitting there, not because he wants to control his heart rate, not because he wants to find some sort of inner peace. Throw that one away. But because he wants to become completely open to his life. He wants to stop feeling split. He wants to stop being afraid of what he thinks he might really be. Because there's always the question with a character like this. Is Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk? Or is the Hulk turning into Bruce Banner? If you're Bruce Banner, that will keep you up at night. I like to imagine that he sits down and he takes a breath and that that breath includes the whole world. And that that breath invites in all the parts of him that he wishes could just go away. I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.